This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Well, we had a bit of a power outage here today, Sunday. A uh, storm came through, and I don't know what happened. We got only got about three-quarter inches of rain, maybe a little bit of lightning, maybe a little bit of thunder here and there, but I didn't really think it was a big deal. I'm guessing maybe it was a car accident. That was my theory, but I really have no idea. A couple hundred people without power for probably, I don't know, two hours. Not to worry. We uh, fired up the generator. Continue. I was reheating a cheesesteak. Not really proud to say that, but... You know, given given the cheesesteaks are plentiful in this area, and they taste pretty good on occasion. I was slinging mulch. I'm working working hard. My back's back. <laughs> my back's. I got the most, world's best chiropractor. I kid you not. This guy's changed my life. This little misstep, as I look back more and more on um, how uh, how carelessly I entered my my work phase. I didn't even stretch. I didn't work. Just boom, zero to a hundred, and wonder why I freaking pulled my back out. Excuse my language. So, uh, fortunately, I was able to bounce back with the help of my chiropractor. A couple of visits there, get this uh, back support to use for working now. This <laughs> is kind of funny. So, I put this back support. I'm like, you know, it's, it's really hard to to get it tight enough, and. Um, I was out there working, uh, slinging mulch. I, I got rained out before I forget to tell you that. I mean, I'm, up, I'm throwing this mulch, and a buddy of mine stops by, and he makes prosthetics. He lives around the corner, and they were picking up something, one of my daughter's old toys to take for their grandkids, I think. So they're swinging by to pick that up, and uh, I was talking to him about this belt, and he's like, oh, well, <clears throat> you know, you want to you put it on like this. There, there's two sets of straps, if you will. Well, naturally, me being left-handed and right-brained, sometimes I just don't see the forest through the trees. I kept trying and trying, and I was doing the exact opposite. You got to put the other one fastened first and then pull the other one. Oh, my goodness. How could I not have seen that? I was out there working. We got got rained out, then the power went out. Well, prior to that, uh, Saturday was... Mostly beautiful. I think we got a little rain on Saturday, and oddly enough, uh, I was kind of still just giving myself another day to heal up my back, even though I felt pretty good. And I had some work to do in the office, so I said, let me just do that. You know, no need to go zero to one. I'm going to ease back into this error on the side of trying to keep my back healthy, right? Which has worked. It worked out great. But I lost out a little bit because I got rained out from, from, like, so close to finishing the doggone mulch. I'm like, oh, Lord, come on. But it'll happen probably over the course of this week. And I got some deck work I'm going to roll into. My family's going to be away, so I'll just hang out and do some work, and uh, that'll be good. But anyway, Saturday, one of my chores on Saturday, I had to uh, wash the bed linens. And, you know, lately I've been like, how did this end up on my lap? I'm not really sure. It's not really a function that I enjoy. I don't really have a problem doing it. Um... You know, I'm making the bed, washing the, the sheets, and it just seems like I'm the one that always does it. Now, just in fairness, 
there's like a million other things that only my wife does. I'm, I'm not trying to like scream like some injustice here. Just saying, I'm like, maybe she could take a turn or two, especially when I got yard work to do. Anyway, I didn't complain. I didn't, you know, it needs to be done, get done, whatever. And uh, I wash the, it's not really a comforter. We do a, a summer, winter linen set. Does anybody, nobody cares. They're like, all right, just get on with the story. Fine. It's like a heavy blanket, okay? And I washed it, and I'm thinking, I'm going to go hang this outside, you know. And uh, I hung all of it outside. And I snapped a picture of the uh, of the the, um, the blanket I hung over the fence, right? It's heavy. I don't want, you know, tear it on the, on the clotheslines. So I uh, hung it over the, over the fence. I snapped a picture of it, and I put it on Gab. <laughs> Listen to this story, right? I put it on Gab. And I've been posted on Gab. If you're interested, follow me, C. Scott, at C. Scott Show, gab.com, at C. Scott Show. Um, links are in the show notes on the website. But anyway, I snap a picture of this blanket hanging over the fence. I put it on Gab, and I said, um, what did I say? I, I said uh, I, I invented this uh, state-of-the-art solar uh, clothes dryer um, selling the plans for $99 guaranteed to save hundreds off your electric bill. And um, it, I actually got on Gab's trending list. <laughs> it was, you know, is that going viral? I don't know. It was like 175 likes on it or something. I don't know what's viral in today's day and age. But there's a lot more activity than I've ever seen. <laughs> It lit it up. Lots. Of, it was fun. You know, I was like, "Wow!" That you know, people just uh, people just kind of you know took took that and ran with it. You know, the simplicity of it, right? I mean, and, you know, and it really got me. The whole thing really got me to thinking. Is what I want to talk to you about on this podcast. You know, and of course, I was kidding about the the whole plans. Somebody commented, "You know, what are you selling a phone?" So I'm like, "No, the plans." And yeah, I think they're the probably somebody's not getting the sarcasm in that. You know. Um, but the other thing is, you know, it, there's so much you could take away from hanging a blanket out in the sun. And I think it's this kind of grounded wisdom that would be well to enter our public discourse a little more frequently. Listen to me, Mr. Diplomat here, right? Mr. Smooth Talker. <laughs> Hear me out. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, I, people laugh when I say this, I'm an environmentalist. I have been my whole life. I'd say I'm more the active type than the activist type. You know, I don't go to uh, uh, protests and I just hang out in the woods and try and take care of the land. I grew up playing in Pennsylvania's creeks, the streams, the woods, tracking animals. You ever read Tom Brown's book, The Tracker? Oh, you got to check that out. I, I read that when I was like 10. That book shaped me today, I kid you not. Crawling across the berm of the pond, smacking a deer on the butt, maybe eighth grade I was in. Catching a fish with my bare hands, bent over in the creek like Daniel Boone. I read about it in the book. It was a sucker fish. I think it was darting around. But sure enough, I caught that thing with my bare hands, I kid you not. Tracking animals, watching birds, all kinds of... uh, I could go on and on, but it's not really the point of the story. I'm just telling you, I love nature. Nature is good. And I was taught, and I believe my whole life, that nature is good, that we should take care of it as best we can, that we should try to leave it better than we found it. I believe it's a virtue. 
It's our responsibility. It's our obligation. If you want to be spiritual, religious, God gave us dominion. We are the stewards. Or if you want to be very simple about it, our good friend Arnie Arnett, I think, Arnold Schwarzenegger, what does he say? Cleaner is better. Kind of hard to argue with that. Natural is better. And let me tell you something. You know, it's not some radical idea to hang your dog on laundry outside when you can. You know, that's what we did when I was growing up. Not that we didn't have a clothes dryer. We just couldn't afford to run it all the time. And have you ever noticed how much nicer the laundry feels, how, how soft and, and how, how well it feels, how soft? You can't mimic that with any kind of fabric softener or dryer sheets or anything like that. I do remember a few times when I was a kid, they'd go out there like in the fall or the spring and they'd freeze. <laughs> Everything come in stiff as a board, like breaking it in half. But what is it? What is it that's so magical? The fresh air? Not always. It's those UV sun rays. That's the state-of-the-art technology. I kid you not. What, what do you think it was that these devices that they were using to clean COVID? Remember? It was UV. The sewage treatment plants around the country. Instead of using harsh chemicals to treat the, the sewage treatment water after it's gone through its uh, bacterial breakdown process, what are they doing with it? Exposing it to this high-technology, ultraviolet radiation, a.k.a. sun rays. <laughs> it's good for you. It's amazing. You know, if you listen to Dr. Mercola, I think, I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, why the rise of thyroid disease? Get outside, vitamin D. But just imagine for a second this simple act of just just take blankets and towels, all right? Just that. Imagine if everybody, instead of putting them in the dryer, they couldn't be everybody, just say half. So we're gonna, from now on, half the population is going to hang their, their, their blankets and towels outside whenever they can. And, you know, it, it's, it's a better way to dry the, the, the fabric, okay? You get a better result from it. And, you know, I remember complaining about, I really don't actually I remember complaining about hanging laundry when I was a kid. I can't say it was my favorite thing to do. But, I mean, it was just hanging a blanket and some linens. But you know, you know what it gives you? Well, a little time outside. Best I can tell, people need it now more than ever. They're becoming like vampires, acting like vampires. Maybe that's the simple ticket. My buddy, the prosthetics, uh, prosthetics who shot by, said there's an old German story. I forget the story exactly. Uh, sick old German woman. Couldn't get better, couldn't get better. They pulled her outside and let her in the sunlight, and she got better. It's amazing. It's life-giving. Get outside, get outside. At least a minute. And then it's just a minute that your mind is free. No Facebook, no Twitter, no news, no kids, no work. Just... You're going to have your Bluetooth in while you do it, right? Well, just give yourself a minute to go out there. The health benefits, you're getting a better result, helping the environment and, and the health benefits. And if that's not enough, wait, there's more. It's free. It's saving you money. It's financially better. How, how can you argue with any of that? Why aren't we talking about it a little bit more? I'm, I am. I'm going to talk about it more. I think we do need to talk more about it more. 
more. I sound like Kamala Harris. These simple ideas are simple ideas that we simply need to talk about more. And the more we talk about these simple ideas in simple ways, the more we'll see the simple results. (laughs) Christopher Harris. I don't don't want to go there. Hold on. Oh, man. Just get outside and hang your laundry. And on all kidding aside, I mean, I can't tell you how you're busy, you know, you're too much of a hot shot. You know, (laughs) get out there, get your clothesline up there and go hang your laundry out there. You don't need to get too fancy. Hang hang a pair of pants. My pants, I, I always do them out there as much as I can. I shouldn't say always. We have a dryer. We do use the dryer. I don't give you the wrong idea. You know, we, we don't have dirt floors in the house. Although, the more I think about it. But just imagine, you know, if instead of the climate scam, let me just back up a second. My wife is trying to convince me to speak and think in a more uniting way. So if I were to just back up a second. You know, when I, when I look at what's going on, climate change, climate, how many, how many times a day do you hear that? Or a week? Climate change. Climate change is real. It is man-made. The good news is it can be reversed. We just need to be carbon neutral. That's what they keep saying. No more fossil fuels, they say. How about nuclear? No discussion about that. But I don't want to enter that into the equation right now. Well, I say to you, if, if the desire is carbon neutrality, wouldn't one simple way to get there be a simple reduction of use, right? So the less you're using um, power at all of any kind, less fossil fuels or, or even radioactive material has to be generated. So isn't less better anyway? So why wouldn't we be encouraging people to hang their laundry outside? And even power companies, when they talk about the in the summer, especially when demand is so high, think about the lunacy of the American system and the waste. And, and it's really kind of disturbing on one level when you look at it. That here we are running air conditioners, you know, not to keep it, you know, a bearable seventy four. <laughs> I wouldn't. What do you, I think we, my wife puts about seventy one, seventy two. I'd, I'd go a little cooler. I'm usually downstairs, a little cooler, but. You know, I don't, I'm not going to encourage any change in that. But here we are, we're running the air conditioner, running the place like a refrigerator, making sure we got a frosty, icy drink at our fingertips at a moment's notice. Don't go outside. Meanwhile, we're running a 240-volt, 30-amp electric dryer full bore for five loads on a Saturday. Running the range, heating up a pizza, and then having to, you know, run another 60 amps of uh, 60,000 BTU AC to cool it all back down. <laughs> Wondering why the electric bills are so high. Go hang the blankets outside. Why don't we talk about it? And, and speaking of air conditioning, what about the grand old di- uh, idea of opening a window? The the, the allergies, the smog, the air quality, they've scared everybody anything. And, and not that I'm not suggesting that those aren't real factors, and I don't really want to get diverted on that right now, such as the use of uh, naturally, natural, uh, uh, well, it'll all be natural honey, but uh, locally sourced honey to combat allergies 
okay? And I never tried it. I've only read about it. I'd like to, I should try it, actually, because I deal with allergies. Um, but I don't see that closing the windows is, a, is an answer to the allergies. Only an excuse, turn the air conditioning on. That's really what it is. And I'm not saying there's not times that the outside air doesn't make me cough or sneeze or what have you. But I just, you know, the power was out. Like I said, I had to pull the refrigerator out. I plugged that in just to make sure that we had that running during this uh, little outage. I don't want to lose anything in there. I got a nice batch of shrimp chilling in there. I don't want any issues with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, there's a whole bunch of dust. So, I mean, let's clean this up while we're here, you know. Got that all clean. Well, the dust kicked up. I was sneezing something fierce. Well, that's okay, but don't open the window. It's all bunk. They scared everybody into thinking that being outside is bad and that fresh air is bad. And just the opposite is true. I talked about using less. The opposite is true in winter. Everybody's got the heat jacked up so high <clears throat> with the air dried up so so much with all these places so so airtight. And you wonder why everybody's sick as a dog all winter. Hmm. Could there be a correlation between lack of fresh air, sunlight, and sickness? Hmm. I wonder. How about buying a wool blanket, a wool sweater, or a wool jacket to lower heat use and get outside more? Wool gloves. Just an idea. American sourced wool. Why don't we talk about these things? You know, I talked about the Smith Month Act. We're going to talk about it more this week the censorship going on, the propaganda going on. If the government's going to, uh, engage in, in commercials to uh, promote whatever. Why don't they do the, the wool industry a little favor? The textile industry a little favor. Naturally sourced wool blankets. We don't have a need for it? Of course we do. Here's a radical idea, and this will probably get me shadow banned even worse. White extremist radical idea this is. Oh, I guarantee you there's people that would respond to this with, Anger and hostility. You ready for this idea? What if people were encouraged to stay home on Sundays to reduce the use of gas? I don't mean stay home from church. I mean stay home from shopping. Actually, why don't I put it like this? What if businesses received the financial incentive to close on Sundays? It would help the environment in many, many ways. It would lower the utility usage at these commercial facilities, reduce the use of gas for employees. Uh, I don't know that the, for the public, you'd presume that you would go on a different day. Who are you to tell me I can't shop on Sundays? I didn't say. I said offer an incentive. You'd never hear it happen. How about planting trees or a wildflower garden? I was adding up, and I told you my buddy stopped by to, to pick up that toy for his grandkid. And uh, what was I up to? I think, we, I think we've now planted 14 new bushes. We lost one. They were like net 13, which I can't. We have so many bushes. When we moved in, we were planning on taking bushes out. I mean, we've got literally we've got like layers of bushes at the front of the house, and we're going to add some on the sides. Too. I love it. I've, just, I've fallen in love with it. I'm not complaining. Um, we actually have like 13, net 13 more. I'm getting ready to take down a tree, and I'm going to replace it with five or six new ones. And then uh, we're going to look to add, I don't know, I bet you it'll end up being a half dozen new bushes out front. We'll see how it goes. But it's all, um, now we keep ours um, cut, trimmed, pretty well manicured, but it's still very good for the environment. 
uh, the, we do have a wildflower garden. We do have a rain garden. How about installing a rain barrel? Do you realize that if every property had a rain barrel that was properly installed uh, so that it would fill in, when it's raining and, and drain when it's not, what it would do for groundwater quality, uh, for, for uh, reducing um, uh, p- uh, flooding downstream. Every time there's a flood, they scream climate change. Nobody ever talks about the poor uh, stormwater management practices. And it's very avoidable. And one of the simple ways to do it is to create retention and detention facilities. These are very expensive to build. Dams, if you will. Big ponds, if you will, right, that, that can trap the water. In our town, we have flood-controlled dams, two of them. We're kind of at the lower end of things here. And uh, in very, very heavy rains, it used to flood up badly. Well, these dams like, hold all that back. And you should see the way it fills up. Massive, massive dam that was built to hold back this water. Usually there's nothing in it, just a little creek flowing in the bottom. But there are times when it swells up so much and it holds all this water. What does that have to do with rain barrels? Well, you could effectively do the same thing by connecting a rain barrel to each of the houses, maybe two. You know, it all adds up to create an enormous amount of volume. In that small step could have huge effects. If you were to, and obviously it wouldn't work like this because you have uh, urban areas and things like that, but if you were to take you know, every residential property, every you know, residential dwelling unit in this country and add one rain barrel um, and one tree for each of those dwelling units, I believe you would see incredible uh, air and water quality changes and, and reduction in flooding. <clears throat> Noticeable differences. And what would it cost? Not a lot. Not a lot. It's a very practical solution, which it would, it would serve many purposes. How many people put up a birdhouse? How many people encourage bees and paying attention to these things? And no matter where you're at, you go outside, bend over, pick up, pick up a piece of trash each day. Challenge yourself to go out and pick up, up 10 pieces of trash. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Just think of the health benefits of that and what, what you're doing to contribute. And look, I'm, I, don't, I don't do all these things. We do have wool blankets. Uh, I stay home on Sundays and every other possible day I can. We do plant wildflower gardens. We do plant trees. I'm going to put the rain barrels on as soon as I can. We have several birdhouses. We do hang our laundry outside. And you're going to tell me I'm not an environmentalist? Listen, call me crazy. All the things that I'm telling you are high impact, low cost, and offer a, a multiple environmental benefits, health benefits, financial benefits. And if everybody did it, even just a few, even just a little more often, you'd see an impact from it. Just simple, practical ideas. And I said earlier, you know, sadly, uh, I don't see a lot of climate ag- climate change, climate change, climate, and, and nothing really going on except soaking people's wallets. What, what has been the air quality changes as the result of all these Tesla cars? Anything measurable? Mm, no. Is anybody even talking about it? Mm, no. What's the impact of all these batteries being created? Nobody knows. Going to be a problem, I can guarantee you that. I, see, uh, I hear climate change and I see a lot of profit making. But sadly, these simple practical ideas aren't often discussed much. Why not? Probably because it's just not profitable. It's not profitable. It's not popular. That's just kind of how it works today. What are you going to do? God willing, I hope to be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.